Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. It sounds fine. Welcome back to... Well, they're not truck talks. Truck talks anymore. They're just car talks. Because we're, we're back to car talks, because we're not in a truck. I, I like it, though. I'm in the six Subi. Much less car noise. Yeah, oh god. So yeah. we're not in the truck because I got a new car? Because I got a new whip? A six Subi. A, a six Subi Outback. Turn up. Yay for safety and for snow, good snow traction. Yeah. We drove this bad boy in the snow last night and it was like night and day, man. Remember when we. Well, the were, truck you spin out all the time. It's a good time. I mean, yeah, time. but it's not a safe time. I feel like the Duke's a hazard. Yeah, but not in the city. It's not yeah, a great you time. You want to be in hazard when you're going to Look at that Subi. That person specifically bought that green Subi. They wanted that Subi. Well, that's the same color Carson and half. Yeah, but they did. That was just the last they found. The baby blue, this, like, powder blue, like, looking. I don't know if I'm describing this correctly. This one right here? Yeah, this is. That's a good color. It's they, like a cadet they blue. Had, they had that color in this car, but. What they do is they, like, they'll make the colors, like, specific to packages. Right. So you'd have to get, like, a, a higher package to get that color. Yeah, which it's is, more expensive. Which is dumb. Well, they know you'll pay. Oh, not I should have brought my sunnies. You can on. Damn it. God damn it. Being a light-eyed bitch means your eyes hurt constantly. Okay. Think. Now I look like fucking the Terminator or some shit. But they oh, work pretty well. Those are Oakley's, baby. Ooh, these make me want to go nip-nap. I'm glad I got those. Oh, <sighs> anyways. Goodbye. Looks like we're getting a new, like, coffee shop or something right here. Oh, cool. Real friends. I don't know what that means. No new friends? I said real friends. I know. Well, I think we should talk. I'm I'm curious about this. Obviously, like, you will, you can't and won't speak for all black people or people of color but i mean you can if you want to try to no i, but, I, this is, I literally can't <laughs> you literally can't um oh i do not like those guys pants they're oh, like they're like the, uh the, not bleach acid, like acid wash <laughs> acid wash joggers black like and the, gray acid wash like acid Lee. wash that lady looks like a kindergarten teacher this blonde or that blonde, that lady? The brunette lady over there. She, well, oh, yeah. I say that she looks like my fourth grade teacher. Her name is Miss Miller. Miss Miller. Oh, Miss Miller. Say real. Killer Miller. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'm curious because we were just chatting and making jokes, and like we were joking that Not if we said so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as a middle child, I always take things over the line. I cross. I'm a middle child. I cross the line. You say that like it's a, like it's a. It's like like a doctor as a Harvard as a, grad. As a, as a middle child, I do have a. I have some authority on this. Yeah, exactly. Which I do. I truly <laughs> which believe. I admit. I admit that shit. <laughs> I believe that as a middle child, I have some goddamn authority on crossing the line and yeah. being able to be what people need you to be. You yeah. just adjust to those around you. True. You're so like anyway, a little we, malleable what bitch. What are you saying that we're speaking on? But anyways, we were talking a lot of shit definitely crossing some lines and I was like thinking about this and I was like obviously like we joke about how uh what's his face um 
Drake. No, 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 no. Blake Comedian. Griffin. Blake Griffin. I don't know. You're Blake just Griffin. naming black Blake men? Blake Griffin did do stand-up, and it was pretty good. Oh, oh my god, I could see that. He's a fun guy. You gotta look it up. He's a really fun guy. Um, I hope my kids are like him. Um, but anyway. No, 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 no. Bill Burr? No, the, no, old Dave, black guy. Dave, Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. <laughs> there old go. black guy. The goat, you mean? The goat, yes. Well, you were, you then switched to old white guy. Angry Boston white guy. Anyways, Dave Chappelle makes a joke and he says, racism is not a reason to hate, but it is funny. He said that a that's that was in a stand up that I heard in like two thousand and six. Yeah, it's an old a, joke. I was a kid when I heard that, and it changed my life forever. Which okay, but but he was saying that a long time ago. But now it's like we're also in this world of like cancel culture and like people not being able to say stuff like that as much because everybody has an opinion about it and they say it online. The joke that he said after that though definitely cannot be said right now. <laughs> I want you to say it. No, I'm not. I will not. I mean, I think it was funny. I still think it's funny. I'm like, that's pretty... That's what pretty is it funny. about? He was just talking about different types of racism. And he was talking about... Uh, he's like, racism is not a reason to hate, but it is funny. And then he was just like... Oh, like going through the stereotypes and stuff. He was, like, he was talking about like racism in the North and how it's like... How they like, try to hide it. And he's like, racism bumping. here and this, and like, this place. And then he was like... But racism... He's like, down in, down in the South, they got it cooked to perfection. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, he elaborates, and it's pretty funny. So funny, he is freaking funny. And and realistically, I mean, as a white lady who does not deal with racism, I can admit that it, there are some times that I'm like, that's kind of fucking funny. It's and but even sexism and everything. Like everyone, I was talking to some people the other day about how, uh, what's his face, um, Tiger Woods handed some guy a tampon. That was so funny. So, okay, so you think it's funny. My friend, I, I was talking to two women, my college friends, and they were like, the one friend plays golf, and she's a woman, and she was like, that's so fucking, like, she was very upset. She was like, this is so, like, oh, as if women aren't good golfers, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. And I think, realistically, it was like a classic, like, you know, he was born in a certain era where, like, you would say, like, oh, you punch like a girl. And so, obviously, the joke is that that guy, like, you know, drives like a girl. And it is... Why, why are you going east, Thomas? Oh, because I go to work this way, and I'm so used to driving to work. Yeah, I'm like, you're going the wrong way. I'm fully. I mean, you could try to slide in if you nah, want. Nah, I'm not one of those. <laughs> Do it. Put your thing out. See if someone lets you in. Fine. I did it. Turn around. It's just do you or you. I was like, we are not going east. What is going on? I wanted to say something earlier, but... Ask this lady. I don't backseat drive. She's not going to look. Oh, maybe just go then. Actually, no. I can't sit in traffic. Yeah. There's so little, like... Yeah, just do a Yui right here. Turn around. This person's doing that, it looks like. Uh, right in the Lexus dealership. got to be... Yep. Ooh. What? What? Nothing. Jesus Nothing. Christ. I was saying, ooh, like smooth. You always like scare me. <laughs> <laughs> you You're always like, oh my god. And I'm like, what? I was wondering when Bree Bree last night was like, or Natalie or somebody was like, whoa. And I oh, was that was that was. I was waiting for you to say, what the Bree fuck? Last night when she was like, what is this car doing? She thought that like. Oh yeah, they drove. They were swerving off the road. But it was like, like a new lane opened up. Yeah. That was funny. I was like waiting for you to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. She's also not sitting right next to me. That's true. Uh. Anyways. I, saw uh, I was like, my relationship is like 
like me driving the car is like uh, me gasping at things and my husband getting annoyed by it. I was, yeah, like, I saw funny. that. I saw that. I like, Anywho, the topic at hand that I've chosen today is: <laughs> Do we think that racism, sexism? What happened? Nothing. I just have it turned down low. Oh, racism, sexism, all the isms. Like, obviously, we all agree that they're bad, terrible things. If it makes people feel bad, it's not good. But is it funny? I mean, what yeah, is the whole and point is it is it dependent on who it's coming from? That also is a thing. I think it does to an extent. Like comedians and have a bit of a leeway to say things that everybody else doesn't say normally. Like they're they kind of get like a they're kind of quote unquote uncancelable because their whole job as the like quote unquote jester as the person people make fun of they are supposed to make an ass of themselves is like the whole point of comedy to an extent it's supposed to be like you look like an ass to make us laugh very court jester style and so like they get, tend to get away with it a bit more but just in general life yes uh... I'm just setting it up for you I forgot what I was about to say um, See, this is why I interject. No. Go on. <laughs> um, damn it. Do you want no, me to repeat no, the question? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I, was, I don't even... You didn't ask me a question, I don't think. Yeah, I did. I said, do we think sex... All the isms are funny. Oh, then you elaborated off of that. I got it. No, uh, I think it can be, and I think there's a... I think the point is that people are like people want to be offended i think like it's it's simple to say that like oh like um it's it's simple to say like people are just soft they're not like but it's not that it's like it's like there's something to be said for being the person who is like the most woke or the most socially aware politically correct so that you get to be offended by something you know what i mean yeah that's why white women want to be part of the oppressed well yeah i mean just like that like you like just like you just want to be offended i'm like like you're getting upset by things that aren't actually negatively affect. Oh, dude, that aren't actually negatively affecting you. Um. So that I mean, I think that's really the where it comes down to it at. Because like, are there things that like before you can have the discussion on whether or not something actually is uh, damaging to the sport or different things like that? Um. I think you have to you have to point out like why are we like how like why are we upset by this like what's the problem even if you use the Tiger Woods thing for example I'm like oh like was that funny yeah what did he probably should he have done should he should have been reprimanded in some way yeah but the amount of backlash like every like you want to pretend it was this heinous thing and it wasn't no. that's I mean like so if you say like and there's like people don't want to think that there's like a middle ground and the, like it's like like uh for example, and this might be a bad... Hudson, what are you chewing on? This might be a bad... Um, or people might not like this analogy or this, this comparison. I was in high school, right? And this kid, we had, like, the morning news would come on. And this kid brought a universal remote. And he was fucking with the TV during, like, during announcing. And the teacher was freaking out. So he, was, he was like, what's going on? Oh, my God, That's oh, my God. That's so funny. Right? It was, it, was, it was a great bit. Great joke. That's he a got funny him, joke. He got him for, like, ten minutes. We were, like, the class. We are laughing. It was wonderful. That's a great prank. But then once he figured it out, when he was like, oh, like, okay, one of you guys have a remote. Like, what, what, uh, you know, like, give it here. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm going to take it or something like that, right? Yeah. The dude was not mad, but he was like, 
all right, you have to deal with the consequences of the joke. They're very light. Yeah. And it turned into this, like, big thing where the guy was, like, trying to, like, hide it. And the teacher carried on. And it was, like, a thing. And it was just, like, really, like, over the top. Where if he just would have been, like, oh, you got me and gave him the remote. It would have been, like, remember that time you played that joke on Mr. Spanish teacher in high school? That was funny. Yeah, you had to go to the office. But instead, it became, like, this big thing. Yeah, you have to and be I, willing to take your consequences. Yeah, and I think that sure. I think that it's like the same thing with that. I'm like, okay, should the PGA find Tiger Woods? Like, however much I don't even know what happened. Should something? No. Oh, I don't think should. they. I don't think but they find him. He, I think he, he have just to come out and apologize and be like, hey guys, I'm I'm sorry, it was a bad joke. Should that? And then and then everybody goes, okay, yeah, he admitted that was a bad joke. Good joke, let's, bad time. Let's carry on. Or yeah, even let's carry on. But he's like he's like, okay, I get that we're you know I'm not on the golf course with my buddies. I'm I'm like a, a national figure, like I'm a professional athlete. I shouldn't have did that. If he can come out and just say that, it should be like, all right, you did it. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, there's a there's a certain aspect of like people don't want to let people turn around from. They're like transgressions, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, cancel culture means like, oh, you're canceled, you're no more. But that yeah. obviously, like, you know, Louis C.K. just sold out an arena, and like, people, comedians come back after. I mean, look at Eddie Murphy's old stuff. He said terrible, very like homophobic things. He didn't and, get canceled for that. That's just kind of how they rocked back in the '80s. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is like all these people back in the day, the cancel culture didn't exist, but they said a lot of bad shit that was probably, like, it may have been funny at the time, but it. It also did not help, like, progress the social movements that needed to be progressed. But, like, I don't know. I think there is obviously a balance to it. Like, yeah. some things can be very damaging. Well, there's and a, you also have to know your, like, power and your sway. Well, there's just a difference between, like, wanting to be offended by something and wanting something to actually be addressed. Right, right? exactly. Like, because, like, if I'm mad about something and I'm like, oh, you did this, this was, like, it's like I said, like, apologizing the other night. It's like, what is apologizing? Apologizing isn't, oh, I, 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 I said, I'm sorry that you're upset by what I said, but I'm not sorry that I said it. Like, that's not apologizing. Apologizing is, oh, like, I did something that wronged you. I'm sorry that I did that thing. I won't do that again. And then you go, thank you for apologizing and fucking acknowledging that you did something that, like, affected me this way. And then we can carry on. But if it's, like, if, if the person... If one person's not willing to like honestly apologize and like like turn away or like not do what they were what they did, it doesn't work. And then if the person being apologized to just wants to keep being mad, then it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like if like if if I just want to keep being upset, it will cancel you. Then like the apology like I can't apologize because you won't let me. You know I can't I can't learn and change my way. I can't become an ally because you won't let me. You know what I mean? So I think that's where the where the issue lies. True. But I, I'm... I'm not even, like, specifically talking about cancel culture. Because I do think, like, we're kind of on the... It's kind of immature, honestly. Right. Like, the people who were canceling people were young people who haven't made enough mistakes to realize, like, oh, that could be me. Like, I could make a mistake, and I want to, like, redeem myself. You know? So... I think a lot of the people that are like, you're canceled, haven't lived enough life yet to realize, like, oh, we all fuck up. And we all sometimes, like, sometimes we fuck up royally, you know? Um, And I think we only know what we know, obviously. And I think, I think cancel culture in general is becoming more of a, like, it's fading out a bit. Um, Oh my gosh. What are you doing? You're going to kill somebody. It's fading out a bit. And I think 
that that is a good thing. But I also think, like, there's such a balance there. Like, some of this shit is funny. Like, Tiger Woods giving a tampon to somebody, like, LOL, that is kind of funny. Is he... Like, I laughed when I heard that. I laughed out loud because I was like, that's fucking funny. Because I don't... Like, I don't take offense... Even if I was a female golfer, like, I'm confident enough in the ability of women that I'm like, oh, if he thinks, like, oh, you're a fucking woman, you're a pussy for hitting shorter distance than me, like, I don't take offense to that because I am not insecure with my womanhood and my... And, like, I'm sure this is a privileged place to be in because I'm like educated and I have I'm a white woman and I have come from like a privileged background so maybe that has helped me feel that way but I just think in general like if you are if you are okay with who you are or what you believe in then like it's harder for somebody to like offend you like I always say the Andrew Tate thing like I was watching him and I was like oh this is funny because I realize how wrong he is and I don't need him I don't need him to know my opinion like I don't care, you know, because I know that, like, he's so in the wrong that it's not even worth my time, and I think, like, some of it goes back to, like, insecurity, like, you have to have your voice heard, or you have to, like, say your thoughts because you're so, uh, you're defensive, and you probably have some, like, own internalized sexism or racism or whatever, so then you're kind of, like, you're yelling it so that you start to believe what you're saying, you know what I'm saying? Too, I think that, uh... It's also, like, I don't want to say picking your battles, but it's, like, realizing what's, like, really important. You know what I mean? Like, so, the only thing that I can think of that is kind of like that is the whole, uh, like, with, like, civil rights issues and, like, Black Lives Matter and, like, the whole, everything that was going on during the pandemic. Like, all the things that, you know, people are upset about happening in the world um, and, like, the whole, like, Aunt Jemima thing. And being mm. like, mm-hmm. and being like, oh, like, dude, I listen, okay, I don't really care about that syrup bottle, okay. I need you guys to stop, you know, stop hindering us from getting better jobs and like stop redlining our communities. How about that? Like, you know, like how right. about how about like so it's like the tampon thing. It's like oh, like Tiger Woods handed someone else a tampon. Great. I think there are other like larger issues that like women face like in the workplace in the world that like this one probably isn't uh, isn't top of the list. Right. And sure, you could have the whole like any any small injustice tolerated is is you know accepting allows for the bigger ones to exist. And I'm gonna just say, yeah, maybe somewhat, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I do think like granted, I don't know how culture... big of a deal was made by this. Oh, the Tiger Woods thing, like people yeah. fucking flip out. People that don't even like golf, people don't even watch golf. Yeah, like people were very upset by it. Like he and he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't think it would be. Yeah, he was like, it was a joke between friends. Because he very much slipped it, like, into his hand. Like, it was clearly trying to be hidden. Um, But people were very upset by it. And I think... I do understand when people are like, oh, like, if if, uh, someone as, like, notable as Tiger Woods does that, then it, like, gives the okay to other people... To, like, your boss at work to call you, like, a pussy. Or for... You know, like, people take notable or take note people take note or example from notable people and they go like oh that means it's okay to do it but also let's be honest like humans are dynamic you know we don't need we don't all value tiger woods we don't all like tiger we all know tiger woods has like a sex addiction like he probably has a lot of sexism in his brain like 
realistically, like, he's not the guy I'm looking to to be a good guy if I'm a man. Also, like, the thing, too, is, like, people have to be held accountable for their own actions. Like, even with, like, Andrew Tate, you talked about earlier, like, Tiger Woods, like, people who are role models. I think the most negative effect that they have is, like, on, like, teenagers and, like, younger people who are, like, impressionable. But I'm, like... Totally. If your boss at work is calling you a pussy because Tiger Woods handed someone else a tampon, guess what? Your boss is just a shit guy. Yeah, he was already that way. Tampon. Totally. So like, and that's what I mean. Where I'm like, hey, you got to realize, like, if I if if I'm Tiger Woods's coach, from from fucking someone talking to him, I wouldn't say, I would be like, hey, like kids are watching you. People who there are people who look up to you. So like, if if it's you and your buddies on a golf course and you're all adults there and you do that same thing cool yeah do whatever it's you fucking want funny whatever right but if there's 10 year old kids and little girls and everybody who plays golf in the world looks up to you and wants to be like you even in that moment you can't do that yeah you That's had at some that, point right? you have to elevate you know? yourself but yeah but like for from the standpoint of like oh some men say that you know like i'm like at some point you gotta like be an adult which is being accountable for like what you think and do you know Totally. I agree. I think people put a lot on celebrity and people are like, oh, Miley. Remember like when Miley started like smoking weed after she was on Disney Channel? People were like, oh, no, like people, all the kids are going to start smoking weed because they love Miley Cyrus. And I was like, no matter how much, even as a teenager, I fucking loved Miley Cyrus. I was not going to just go pick up a joint. You know, like even then I had enough accountability in my own brain and I like. I had so many other factors of, like, who I hung out with at school, my parents, like, other life factors were affecting me. Look at this dude puff out his fro. Taking his hair. I had so many other factors in my life that were being more, were impacting me more than what Miley Cyrus was doing. No matter how much I loved her, like, and I think there are the people who are fanatics that are crazy that will do anything anyone says, but those people obviously already suck. Those people obviously like already have a bit of a problem. You know, they would have been that way anyways. They would have latched onto anybody and been like, "I'm gonna do whatever fucking you say." Those are the people that like join cults and stuff. Like they're not, not maybe not, but like you know, they're more impressionable. And I do think like we don't we don't really give enough credit to the people to be like hey, you're a grown adult, take responsibility for, like, your own actions. You know, don't, everyone's, like, for example, when, like, a kid shoots up a school, everyone's so quick to be, like, who's their parents? Like, who, why didn't their parents do something? And I was, like, at some point, like, yeah, you, you obviously have an impact, but if your kid's 20, like, you don't, you know, maybe you did the best you could. Who fucking knows? Like, you can't always be quick to blame other people, but I think people are. They're like, oh, sexism exists, so it's got to be Trump. Like, being Trump being elected, that fucking did it. And I was like, sexism already existed, and if anything, it just outed the people that were sexist. And now we know, you know? Like, you've said this to me, and other people have said this to me. Other black people I know have been like, everyone's like, ooh, the... Let me rephrase this. Other, a lot of people will be like, oh, the South is so racist, blah, 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 blah. And then people I know, black people I know from the South, have often said, oh, you know what? The North and the South and the West and the East, they're all equally racist. It's just more obvious in the South. So I know who to avoid, you know? If they say the N-word to me, I know to avoid that person. Yeah. I mean, and, he, and I've heard a lot of people say that. They're like, at least it's more obvious in the South so I can 
be safer and protect myself instead of like having a friend and then all of a sudden it being so insidious and me not knowing until something actually bad happens or well, not whatever. Even insidious, it's just annoying. Like imagine if there was a person you knew that just didn't fuck with you and then they were like, I don't really like Kaylee. And then you'd be like, oh, that sucks. And then you'd live your life. But imagine if there's a person you knew that didn't like you and then all the time they came to your house and they were just like, oh, we support you. And deep down inside, you're like, oh, I know that you don't really fuck with me like this. Get, just leave me alone. And if you yeah. come out, if you're the one who comes out and says like, hey, I know that you have a problem with me, you seem like the bad person. It's like the same thing. Yeah. If I, if I go to a place, if I go to some liberal city and I'm like, hey, um, like you guys don't realize like how like, um, like there's a lot of racist things that you guys are doing and like like ideas that you have even though you're like hiding under guys of like liberalism it's like then i seem like the bad guy because i'm like right yeah because i'm like going against somebody who's trying to help or whatever yeah i feel and like i can even feel a difference between like us hanging with my high school friends versus like our new our new like Alyssa, dan all of them like yeah. i can feel i feel like i can tell a difference between like the comfortability levels oh, i don't know if you can i mean a little bit. Or just, like, people say shit that, like... I can definitely tell when people haven't... When people have been around, like, a very homogenous group. Right, yeah. Like, whether, not, not, and not whether even or not say, they're bad people or not, I'm like, oh, I, I can tell that you're treading lightly here. Exactly, and, and exactly. Okay. Like, I'm not saying, like, they're... And that doesn't saying, make you a racist. I'm not saying <laughs> they're a racist or what, anything like that, because I'm sure some of these people listen... I'm just saying, like, because we grew up in a very, very homogenous place, and a lot of my friends from my hometown, or... A lot of people I know from my hometown, they went to, like, they stayed in the Midwest, and they stayed around mostly white kids or mostly whatever, and, like, I can tell when people are treading more lightly, or even my family. Like, I can use my family as an example. Like, they had to, like, get used to you being around because yeah. they only hang out with white people. What are you... Are you bleeding still? Yeah, I just gotta double-check it. Um, okay? Yeah, but, I mean, also, I think, too, it's, like... Like, I'm sure you can tell, but even as a non-person well, of color, I can tell people, like... Which, I mean, it's a good thing. They should be acting... They should be cautious about what they say, because they shouldn't just be an asshole. Well, not even that. I think... not. Well, but it can be yes, uncomfortable. But I think, too, it's like... One thing I notice with, with people... I would say white people, but people in general, really. Um, with different, different races. Is it like... Like, I think the thing with white people specifically it's like they have to try not like not try not to be racist but they're they're going to be accused of being racist you know what i mean totally. whereas like if it's if it's two people who are non-majorities then it's like oh we're just different like you know what i mean like when i'm around like right asian people or I'm around you know any you know, any other any other race or creed of people i'm like oh we're just we're different but we don't have the history of like direct oppression between each other even if there's a little tension right so i can just be like oh there's things about your culture i just don't know like let's learn some stuff well, with like, I think right. with white people, it's kind of the same thing. Especially white people who didn't grow up around black people at all, so they don't they don't know where I'm wearing a fucking do rag. All right, they don't get it, and they yeah. and they don't know how to ask without sounding racist. So like, totally. And the thing too is like, if you didn't grow up talking about race and all this stuff, like think about all the stuff in schools where they're like, oh, we don't want to expose kids to racism and stuff like that, right? Whereas like, the truth is they don't want to expose white kids to racism black kids and other kids of uh other people of color it's like oh this has been like a thing since i like knew how to know things like, yeah like you, know you were I mean? exposed to it at <laughs> five or whatever just not even just before then just even like like uh just 
it's it just exists. They're not all yeah. in the same context, you know. But I like like you get a very much like, oh, we're not the same, and there's some people that don't like me for no reason. Don't know why though. Yeah. And you and it's, I don't cry about it. I just kind of carry on because it's how it's been. Yeah. But like, and even having having conversations about stuff like that. So like, I can talk to the white person about something that may or may not be racist and and like not be accusing because like I think there are people out there who just want to be mad and I'm like bro I'm not trying to be mad bro like I like I always say I'm like you don't I don't really care if you like hanging out with black people you don't need black friends what you need to do okay is you need to hire black people okay pay for our goods and services this is about economics yeah yeah you know? like economically support the black I'm community like, I'm like we can figure that out I'm like if we're just around each other long enough your kids go to school with black kids they'll figure out that we're not that different fine all right the problem totally. is other stuff <laughs> totally it is it is i feel like as somebody who's a white lady who like i think that i have navigated um differences in general like we can use race specifically but i feel like i've navigated sp- racial differences very easily because i because also of the person that i am like i'm non-intimidating i'm genuine thank you like i think like i i've had friends like torian for example like say like hey you're always somebody who wants to learn so even when i say something crazy or stupid or racist or whatever it is like i think people know where my heart is if they know me as a person obviously if they don't know me then they don't know but i also think as a person, I come off as genuine and kind and wanting to learn. So even if I stick my foot in my mouth, which, to be fair, I stick my foot in my mouth not just about race, about literally everything. One of my good friends is a, a consultant, and the minute I met her, I was like, oh, consultant's such a fucking fake job. I said this before I knew she was a consultant, but immediately I stick my foot in my mouth. And I, it's just, like, part of who I am. But I'm also, like... I'm like, A, I'm somebody who likes to be comedic, so I say outlandish things. But also, B, like, I know nobody... I know even if I offend somebody when I just meet them, like, they're going to quickly realize that, like, it's never my intent. And also, like, I'm willing to say, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry, like, I did not mean to offend. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I get it, it's fine. Most of the time. Like, and if people don't fuck with that, that's fine. But I also feel like... I feel like there, like you said, like, there are there's white people who are just so afraid of offending people that they are just unwilling to partake in relationships with anybody non-white and or non-majority and i'm like that's a i just think that's dumb i'm like a you can't avoid people in general but also like that's dumb you're gonna you're missing out on like incredible things like nigerian food you know for example or like really good cultural differences that like make your life better we're just missing but, out on the people. In, in the people, yeah. Or, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, cultural, just people in general, like, and even people who are not that culturally different, which, honestly, if you grow up in America and your parents are not from a, a foreign country, like, your culture is very much the same as ours. Like, like you said, you might wear a do-rag and you might do your hair a little differently, but besides that, like, we're pretty fucking similar yeah, for having even bo- been born in different parts of the country, you know? It's the whole, uh, there's, there's more differences between individuals in separate groups than there are between groups. No, within a group, you're saying. No. There's more differences within the same group than there are amongst separate groups, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying is, like, um, 
I think people are, yes, people are just, white people are just missing out on awesome people to me in general because they're so afraid to offend. And I know, like, I have a lot of friends and family and whoever who are white people who just, like, they're afraid to offend, offend anybody in general. Like, they won't come on my podcast. They won't, they're not willing to, like, put their voice out there because they don't want to get canceled or offend or they have a lot of anxiety about, like, saying the wrong thing. And I'm like, hey, I've said the wrong thing 99% of my life. And it usually works out because people appreciate effort and intent a lot more than cancel culture would would show, you know? Like, it looks like people are like, fuck you, like, get out of here. But I'm like, for the most part, like, I've said some crazy shit in front of people and they're like, you're a fucking idiot. And then I, we move on, you know? I get educated about whatever I said and then we move on. And... I don't know. I feel like I need to, like, teach a class to white people and be like, yo. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah, I'm like, please stop being so afraid to offend. Because for the most part, people don't fucking give a fuck. And realistically, you're going to offend any white person about any other random thing just as much you'll offend any person of color, you know? Yeah, it's like being embarrassed or, like, being wrong, too, though. Right, like, we don't know how to be wrong or something. Or we're too scared to be wrong, maybe. I don't know. Well, that's that goes back to the cancel culture thing. Like, you're not allowed to be. You're not allowed to go back and say, ah, I'm sorry, I stuck my foot in my mouth. I'm fucking, that was, that was, that was shitty. Totally. Then, like, you know. Yeah. And sometimes it takes, everything, everything takes time, too, though. You don't, just saying sorry once isn't enough to, you know, improve yourself as a person. Oh, totally. I mean, <sighs> I do think, like, we have all kind of acknowledged that we all have bias. People are different. That's true. People are different. We all have internalized bias. We all have internalized racism, sexism, whatever. Not me, bro. You're not funny. I got out of that. We do. We all have bad... We all think bad shit sometimes. And as long as you're willing to revise what you're thinking and challenge your thought and be better like I don't know I just like I'm sick of people being like like I I say stuff to you sometimes that I'm like ooh I took it too far and we're in love you know we're partners we're life partners and I'm like ooh I shouldn't have said that (laughs) and like I know I took it too far and if you were like yo chill I'd be like okay okay that's why I was just saying that's not funny I'm like ah that's not funny (laughs) Well, you say that about, like, my dead baby jokes and stuff. Because they're not funny. <laughs> my de- You don't like death jokes in general, I've realized. Yeah, it's not. Human Maybe because you is- experience death a lot. Human life is precious. Yeah, but I, that's how I cope. Like, that comedian we saw where his whole bit was about his sister, and then you find out midway through she's dead. And he's like, who are you offended for? Me? Uh, <laughs> I made the joke. Specific. But I'm like, I don't know. That's how I cope with death is humor. That's how I cope with anything. Good, bad, ugly, in between. Well, I mean, but I, I, uh, there's, a, there's also, like, a level of, like, like... Of trust? I will say, no, I will say that even with jokes, because there's certain things you can say you can't joke about that, and then someone else can, and I think that comedy or talking about things and, like, having a certain amount of tact with jokes is a skill. And yes. And that, um, I think when people are learning how to cultivate that skill and they, they try to touch those those like heavier topics like that it um <laughs> comes off say, as crass no no they just say offensive shit like, yeah. Just, oh, I'm yeah like, I'm like oh you didn't you didn't 
put that, you didn't set that up in a way that can make that funny. So I'm like, oh, you're just saying, like, this is just coming off as you saying means, why would you do that? What is wrong with you, dude? What are you guys, dude, what are you guys doing? I don't know. Bro. Yeah, I don't know why he pulled over. He just cut me off and just like, maybe Kevin's got somewhere to be. It looks like he's... He's looking Getting at the over other car. Again? I don't know, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. He's got his thumb up his ass. Don't drive like a dipshit. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Well, that's why writers' rooms exist. They always say like, anyone who's a writer who works for like TV or whatever, comedy especially, they said like the writers' room is like a sacred place because the people will say you will say off the wall bad offensive shit, and then like, but you need to get all the bad shit out to then find the gold, you know. Yeah, you it's gotta, like mining through shit. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta have like someone there to. Yeah, yeah. It's but like, yeah, you need other you people to say, that. but I think, hey, that's but not I think, funny. But even before you, like, if you're, I don't know, if you're writing some stand-up comedy on your own or something like that, it's like you gotta know where, like, okay, I feel not. You gotta know where your skill level is, and there's two things you can do. You can try to consistently like attack these topics and just be like the kind of comedian who's just like saying mean shit, or yeah. you can kind of stick to. Something that is a little more not mild, but just a different topic that you can that you work better with, and then as your skills develop, you like dabble. Totally, yeah. But I mean, totally. Who am I to and, say anything? I'm not a comedian. Andy, I think you know, like it, like I could write a joke that could be innately a funny joke, like depending on who said it. Like if I make a race joke and I write it and I say it as a white woman, and it's say it's like. Say it's a race joke about black people. The joke could be funny, but not coming from me. You know? So you have to know... Like, maybe it'd be a hilarious joke for fucking Kevin Hart or somebody. Uh, Or Chris Rock or somebody. Some black male. It would be hilarious coming from him. But if I said it, it wouldn't be funny. And that's that's a reality, too, is like... Sometimes we can make jokes that would be funny, but they're just not gonna be funny coming from us. Or, and I think that's part and, of like the 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 presentation of it all is like yeah. Taylor Tomlinson is a fucking hit because she makes jokes for like millennials, young millennials and Gen Z age. She makes jokes for that like that twenties age group, and yeah. and they're all very like classic white woman jokes. She's like, I'm a white woman, of course I love Taylor Swift. Like, it is very fitting for her audience and for her look. She even makes jokes about how she looks like a, like a Midwestern because she looks so California. <laughs> innocent and lovely. Yeah. And I think like it is, that's part of it too, obviously. Like maybe if a woman gave a tampon to another woman. I don't know. But I, I, on a golf course, it'd be funny. I think it also depends on like you're saying about like different comedians giving different jokes. Even like there's jokes that comedians can tell at different times that aren't funny. True. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you, True. Like if you... Because think about it. You're hearing a, a joke in the context of stand-up and someone's standing there. You show... You came to this event to hear someone say something funny. You kind of know what you're getting into. Yeah, you're expecting right? some outrageousness. You know what I mean? It's like... And then it might be at, it might be at a certain point in the... In the... In the... Um, in the show. Like, you know, you can tell a joke at the end of the show that's much more funny than if you told it at the beginning of the show because you're setting this... This whole thing is like one... Um, One act, right? Whereas, like, if I just say one joke in, like, in its singularity, it's like, oh, that could, 
they can still come off bad. So it's like totally, it's very much an art form. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a skill for sure, a show. And it's a show. It's a show you're putting on. And I do think that is true even amongst like. What are we doing? I mean, that's why they say like uh, they have a warm up or they have like the at like open mics they have the person who's like the host the host who's warming up the crowd and kind of getting them loose like maybe you know if they come straight from work they're still like in their workspace brain get them a couple drinks like chill them out a bit and they'll find things funnier and that's why every comedian has a warm-up act you know an opening and i do think oh we're at old roselle road yeah i i think oh it's great okay pause that was Brebo. That was Brebo. Yeah, I think um, it is such a social. I've realized the thing about comedy and and interacting with a crowd in any way is like it is a social skill through and through, and you need to read the room too. Like, if you can tell this crowd is not the crowd to like jokes about dead babies. <laughs> Yeah, true. If you're if you're performing at an abortion rights thing, maybe they love jokes about dead babies. Maybe they don't. Maybe they uh, hate them. Maybe they hate them. Okay. It could be it could be in or out. I'm just. But my friend made a joke about a really crass abortion joke, and it was I fucking thought it was hilarious. I was like, bro. And as somebody who's been through it, I was like, that's fucking funny. But maybe somebody else had like is not like one to laugh at their pain their own pain you know so they might not find it funny and that's that's also the reality is like the thing about comedies everything is funny right like you're not gonna be everybody's flavor all right well we're pulling up to the crib i hope this uh was somewhat coherent um basically don't be a dickhead don't be in don't be a menace don't be a menace yeah i think uh i'm gonna teach a class on what? It's gonna call. We're gonna be called white people. Stop being dumb. I'm gonna host a like a host a, a group. Something. Yeah, cause I've been to the I've been to like the, to the how mountains. to be an ally. I've been to those things, those like workshops and stuff, and like taking classes. And I was like, you know what? This shit is not helpful. Some of it is, but I'm like, some of it is like how to. It's I, I don't need to teach a workshop on how to be an ally. I need to take a workshop. I need to teach a workshop on how to just understand fucking social cues, you know? If you meet somebody and they clearly don't fuck with you, don't all of a sudden ask them about their, like, ethnicity and their, like, racial background and what has gone on in their life, you know? That's just social cues. Yeah. And some people are idiots. The whole being an odd thing, I think it's more, I think there needs to be an emphasis on internal work more than external work. True, yeah, true. Just don't... Stop being a racist shithead. That too. Period. 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 Yeah, I, I am just like, ugh. Just like, truly. You okay? You okay there? You see me coming unhinged. I can hear it anymore. I'm just like, tr- like, sometimes I'm like, are you that stupid? Like, why? When, oh my god. You know what's funny, actually? Our buddy who is, visually looks Asian. I don't know his... Well, now I know his ethnic background, but only because mm-hmm. when I asked him, I said, hey, where are you from? And like, I knew he was from the East Coast somewhere. And I was asking, like, what state are you from? But he was like, oh, China. And I was like, what? I was like, no, 
I was like, were you born in China? And he was like, no, no, no. Like, I didn't think he was born in China, but I was like, I'm pretty sure you're not born in China. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I thought you were asking. I was like, clearly he's been asked so many times, like, what his ethnic background is. And I was like, and people just go, what are you? Or who are you from? Like, where are you from? And they don't say, like, he's he wants to say New Jersey because he fucking was born and raised in New Jersey. And I just was like, damn. I just, like, people really need to stop asking dumb questions. And start act- asking better questions. And just communicate better. And don't be dunces. Okay? The look of been taking the pain away. Don't be a dumb ass. Don't be a menace. Uh, if you want to know someone's ethnic background, make sure you fucking know them well enough to ask that question. And, like, is it time and place, baby? If we're just at a bar, don't just be, like, fucking asking people their... They're like, oh, can you pull out your, uh, your 23 and me, please? I want to know. To Jared Frite, he's like, I hope all of your 23 and me's come back from just very white places. Super white. He's You're like, all super all white. Very, very white. Me, I actually do hope that because if I have any, any, uh, what did Bree call it? Flavor? Shut up. If I have any other flavors in there, it just means some old dude in my family was a rapist. And I'm not into that. Maybe it was interracial love. Anyway. Um, yeah, we can we can pretend right. it was true love. We're at the Crizib. We'll pick this up. A part two, maybe on the way home, maybe not. Okay, Walk bye. Around, find out.